Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a feathered episode of... But But That's that's a Different Story Headlines. Where we bring you the most interesting headlines from across the globe and expand on them for you, the dear listener. Now let us hear today's headline submitted by Boston Market Share 24 on Twitter. Submit your own headlines to at But That's a Pod. Crazed Cornish hens create chaos at Cambridge cricket match. Cambridge University. Famous of all the universities, perhaps? Yes, it's where you can get a degree in videotaping yourself, playing bridge, uh, (laughs) the card game, of course. And, you know, that's how it gets started um, as a bridge club, you know. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to film yourself playing all four positions, north, south, east, west. (laughs) Yes. You learn editing in the process, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Ken Burns uh, transition. <laughs> uh, star swipe, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> but no, before there were videotapes, it was uh, a gaming school. Uh, you could learn, yes, bridge, backgammon, roulette, poker. Uh, <laughs> Jin Rami. Jin Rami. <laughs> War. <laughs> uh, so many games that they would have courses. The course booklet for students was so heavy. It was pre-Texas too. So this is they had Lower America Hold'em. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they also excelled in sports such as baseball. Badminton, basketball, mm-hmm. volleyball, uh, tennis, table tennis, racquetball, mm. <laughs> paddleball, <laughs> paddle. Oh, okay. Come on, you got tennis, table tennis, and paddleball. Come on, there's too much paddling. That's true. <laughs> they excelled. They excelled. Okay, well, this is the truth, too. They really excelled in their paddle sports. Uh, You know, stuff like lacrosse, like you said, paddle boarding, paddle boating. (laughs) Yes, competitive paddle boarding. Stand up paddle boarding. (laughs) Uh, The famous Boston Cambridge beaches. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes, Cape Cod. They're. Do their summer trips to Cape Cod and go paddle boarding competitively. Best in the state. Always win. Boys over in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in addition to those paddle sports, they had cricket. The best cricket team on the East Coast. Uh, I'm talking early 1900s, we'll say. 1924. <laughs> yes, they won the championship that year, 1924. A big mm-hmm. year for cricket in America. Yes. Uh, I wonder if it was one of the years where the uh, 12-year crickets come out. Locusts? What are they? Cicadas. Cicadas. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Cousins to crickets. Um, But yes, uh, cricket, 1924, biggest match, Cambridge against, you guessed it, Yale. Uh, 
this was, this was the. Um, hmm? Oh, go ahead. From the the south, a southern college, Y apostrophe A L E. Mm-hmm. Yael. <laughs> Straight out of Georgia, Yael. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, they the have Yale the cheerleaders. Hmm? The, the, oh, the, the Yale peaches. Yes, the Yale peaches. <laughs> they had their uh, famous, of course, Yale uh, cheerleaders mm-hmm. who'd warm up the crowd by saying, How Yale doing? How Yale doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, the crowd loved it down in Georgia. This was a home game, though, Ronald. Mm. Cambridge. Uh, snowiest day of the year. July, uh, <laughs> January. <laughs> Too many of them start with J these days. <laughs> a little too confusing. Many. So glad we got rid of Jarch. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too much. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, January 24th, 1924. Uh Biggest day in Cambridge cricket history. So yeah, they're up against the Yale Peaches. Playing outside in the Cambridge Common. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the square there. Um, and bases loaded. Uh, <laughs> the wickets, so sticky. sticky. <laughs> <laughs> the paddle, uh, just frosted over to heck um but the cambridge uh cricketeers not they, a very inventive team name but they were the first so uh in the east coast mm-hmm. to have a name the cricketeers yes uh yes so they're on the field so cold shoes are getting stuck to the plates um famously of course cricket is a very long game. It could mm-hmm. go over some days, in yeah. fact. Weeks. But, yes. But, of mm-hmm. course, they play through. They always have to keep playing, no matter what. Like a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Yes. But slightly more physical. <laughs> only slightly. Uh, only slow slightly. So, yeah. Uh, Boston Benny. He's at bat. And he's getting ready. They're about to throw the ball and then all of a sudden he hears a caca yes we said a cacophonous cicadas before but this was a different kind of cacophonous caca mm-hmm. turns out the agriculture department they screwed up they'd been raising cornish hens for some time now as a part of the they had an abundance they, they did Cornish hens, of course, for Christmas. Now it's January 24th. And turnout for the uh, Christmas Cambridge feast, minimal. Uh, turns out most people went home instead of going to the college. So they had an abundance of Cornish hens left over that they, of course, didn't slaughter. Why would they do that? You got to keep them alive. Mm-hmm. You can slaughter them later so they're fresh. Of course. But a Weasley... Wiley Fox came up to the chicken coop and somehow undid the lock, freeing all these chickens. And, of course, chicken coop right next to the field. Yes, of course, they, the agriculture school practiced animal husbandry, animal weddings, mm-hmm. animal oh. honeymoons. Yeah, it was like 
every day was like Noah's Ark with just animals getting paired up. Uh, <laughs> they had a special uh, clergy class where you can become an ordained minister for animals mm-hmm. uh, to marry them. Not to marry the animals, but to marry the animals to each other. Right, yes. Not animal marry man, never. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and in fact, most of these animal marriages were trying to produce tastier offspring, different foods, different animal hybrids. Yes, the agriculture school was also next to the cooking school, next to the student dining center. Of course, the culinary institution, Cambridge Culinary Institution. So yeah, I mean, these Cornish hens... They started, you know, that's what they ended up with. First, they had carroty hens, uh, celery hens, um, <laughs> potato hens, hens. <laughs> and finally, they got it. They landed on corn, feeding them corn, uh, mixing a corn and a chicken. Then you get a Cornish hen, and they're quite delicious. <laughs> that's yes. what you want for Christmas, and you can just leave the corn out. It's great, yes. You pop them in the oven. Speaking of popping, get those little popcornals. That's where do you think popcorn chicken comes from? (laughs) (laughs) Cornish hens, of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's the secret. That's the secret the the colonel doesn't want you to know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, yeah, you can either bake them to get the pop, or this is the thing, get a chicken angry enough. It just starts popping itself <laughs> yes popping blood vessels and popping itself so yeah these chickens get loose all over the field here's boston billy bashing him with his bat that gets them all angry they start popping into little nuggets popcorn chicken nuggets and then, you know there's just little nuggets everywhere it's a feast these this was day 14 of this game <laughs> They're just about to wrap it up. Both teams were pretty much done with it. They had lost count. Couldn't keep score any longer. Scorekeepers both went home. They had families to be with, you know. Mm -hmm. They had more important things to do. So no one was keeping score anyway. They weren't sure why they were still playing. So there was almost a relief to have these crazed chickens come try to attack the players and then get whacked with cricket bats, turn into popcorn chicken, feed the whole... (laughs) I was going to say the whole stadium, but on day 14, it was just the players there. Even the coaches were asleep in the dugout. Yes, and of course, with the cricket game, they do break for meals, and it's a very formal affair. You know, they have to set out the tables and the tablecloths and napkins, get the cutlery. So, yes, of course, they had to stop the game. Mm-hmm. Started yeah, the, culinary, the Cambridge Culinary Institute. Got, yeah, like you said, brought out the picnic tables, brought out the gravy. The agriculture department was like, well, we have some of these cellarish hens still, too, uh, <laughs> left over. Mm-hmm. So they baked those up, boiled them, <laughs> then baked them. Uh, and then, of course, Boston Baked Beans made an appearance. Um, who else was there? <laughs> big uh, boy <laughs> the hamburger mascot mm-hmm. <laughs> the Bob's colonel himself boy. and the colonel well that's the colonel had to get an eye on this he, they, they got a telegram out to the colonel right quick mm-hmm. 
over in Kentucky. He took his the fastest horse and buggy that he had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and made it. The feast lasted a few days, so he had some time. He gets there. He's like, this gives me an idea. Mm-hmm. He was a real colonel at the time. <laughs> yes. In the military. Mm-hmm. Just getting back from World War One. Yes, he may have been MIA, but... Mm. No, he's a deserter. You can say it. <laughs> he's a deserter. He brought some... Some pie. <laughs> this is Boston Benny. And I just want to say that this is my favorite podcast ever. So if you like it and you want to be like me, go ahead and subscribe. Give a rating. Give a little comment. Anything helps the algorithm. And then once you're done with that, head over to Instagram at but that's a pod check it out it's great and then if you want to hear more stories about boston benny uh email them to but that's a different story at gmail.com or twitter them at but that's a pod send any headline that you like i guarantee that they will read it now i've got to go get into a fight in the parking lot over some boston baked beans but that's a different story